two comma club winner and founder of the gold rule of sales groups. As a serial entrepreneur, Kim owns a wrecking yard in California, multiple Chrome extension companies as cash-flowing digital assets, and now scales a coaching company dedicated to helping community owners to monetize their tribes. Being the founder and CEO of Group Convert Software that allows consultants and course creators to collect data from their Facebook groups, there is a solution in which the owners can profit big on a small audience before spending money on ads and without sacrificing life they truly desire for the sake of bills. Beyond Facebook groups, Kim also helps her clients transition into simpler software owners by increasing their MRR. Kim is passionate about helping coaches and consultants get off the get clients world by transitioning them into simple software CEOs to add to their coaching repertoire. Kim is based in Miami, Florida and enjoys camping, rock climbing, and traveling. So today, let's talk to Kim Dang. Welcome to Eventist 365, a show where we talk to proven leaders and trendsetters in the corporate event industry and find out what it takes to create amazing and impactful corporate events. I'm your host, Yanit Dacosta. Let's start the show. All right, Kim. So thanks for hanging out with me. Number one, I'm just glad that we even know each other. Like, I feel special, right? I think I met you on a boat at a boat party after a mastermind, right? Yeah. So that was actually really cool. And something exciting that I know about you is that you are a part of the two comma club. So what is that? Yeah, the Two Comma Club is winning an award for doing over a million dollars with one funnel. And yeah, I want it for my software group convert. It lets you collect emails from Facebook groups. <laughs> and yeah, it's an award that's given out by Russell Brunson from the ClickFunnels community. And ClickFunnels owns a software that helps you sell using landing pages. Okay, got it. So you kind of alluded to your product, but before I even get there, something that I know that you're really big on is building tribes, right? Building tribes, building communities, developing these really authentic relationships, like the one that we were able to leverage, right? Like I could just text you be like, Kim, you want to be on a podcast? So what does it mean to have a tribe? Yeah, I believe that we're moving towards a future. And this has been preached for a long time, but I feel like the pandemic even brought it to closer to light, which is a time ago, if you follow history, like the agricultural revolution happened, people and the industrial revolution, people had to decide a monetary unit per how much to assign a unit of time to a person to pay them so that they could go and work in these factories or they could go and work at a location. And so all of a sudden we're assigned like a value per our time when really the value before that used to be how much we produce, the results that we have. So because of that, people were after high school, after college, they're, they're plunged into this world where they're assigned like a unit an amount of value per unit of their time. And what I've discovered is that you can escape that world. You can go back to 
being valued for the results that you output versus each time by having your tribe. And instead of having your income be dependent upon one person, one area, like a boss, having followers and then being able to give them value in exchange for how much they're willing to pay you for that value is where we're heading. And so the value of building a tribe is really to step into what you're truly worth. You're escaping out of this frame that people place on you that says you're $50 an hour, you're $30 an hour. And I think it's such a mentally freeing endeavor that for me to help others build their tribe is not only a journey where they're discovering their true value to the society that they're in, but also for them to not be stuck inside of a different frame that just gets placed on them as soon as they graduate. So I think it's very beneficial when you're creating tribes. <laughs> that's my philosophy. <laughs> I think that's a really interesting take on it. But do you think that corporations, whether they're for-profit or non-profit, can use social media to build tribes in like a similar way that assigns them or gives their brand more value than just the dollar associated with whatever their product or service is? Yeah, 1000%. Because I've coached software CEOs who have bigger, just bigger manpower, bigger teams, more corporate. And the reason why they won't have as much churn is because they have a community, they have a tribe. When you're more connected to your clients and customers, in a way where they like feel cared for by you, it's no longer that they're subscribing into a product because there's a whole graveyard of amazing, amazing products out there. The difference is that you, one forms a tribe around their product and services, and it actually reduces a lot of churn, a lot of cancellations because there's more understanding. And then there's more like, it's not a one-way street. It's a two-way interaction. And it's a lot of feedback that you can get to essentially have that product that you created and put out into the world be more accepted by the community. And I think having that feedback loop makes it better for everyone. So yeah, absolutely. I believe they can use social media, they can use storytelling through social media to really connect with their people. And yeah, I totally agree. How are Facebook groups different from other platforms? And I'm only asking that because I know that that's the platform that you really hone in and leverage more than any others or teach people to leverage more than any others. Yeah, Facebook is entirely different than every other platform because if you go and you subscribe to a YouTube channel, if you heart or like or interact with post on Instagram, the person who posted it, the person who made that channel isn't going to start seeing your feed. But on Facebook, if you engage with another person's profile and you like and heart their stuff, when you start posting, they're going to start seeing you in their newsfeed, in their notifications. So Facebook is very different than any other platform out there. You can actually engineer interaction and virality in a way. And with that said, in an easier way, like you're not doing a lot of hacking, you're just going and engaging. And Facebook groups especially is this container that allows people to be in one place. And what I tell my people is you can have them come into this group and it's a community 
you can create a clear path to purchase by telling them as soon as they're coming in where to go, what to click, and you can direct them towards what I coin as a mass buying decision inside of that group. So with these communities, you can have an offer and your people will come into the group, be led into your message so that all their objections are broken down. And when you have the offer, it's a warm invitation to go and your product versus this hard pitch, hard sell. So I love Facebook groups for that very reason. It becomes very warm. So that's why I believe Facebook groups are very different than all the other platforms. I think a lot of corporations, right? Like they're on Facebook, right? They're on Facebook. I mean, probably they're also like on Instagram, probably on LinkedIn, but I think everyone who's anyone is on Facebook, at least from a business perspective, even more so than LinkedIn, which sounds strange, but every brand typically has this presence on Facebook. So if I am a corporate event planner working for this corporation, how can I help brands build their tribe? And then how can I use that tribe to leverage and increase the company's income? So there's like a twofold question there. So I'll let you knock off the first one, which is how can corporate event planners help brands and companies build their tribe? Yeah, using Facebook groups, what I would do is I would, it depends on what's your goal. If your goal is to get more money for that company, then you would see what are the ways in which the company can make money. So if it's a corporation and the corporation is selling, let's say software, one way in which they can make more money is selling more subscribers. So you can actually create a virtual event inside of the Facebook group where when they come in, it's not like they're watching a demo of the product they're actually being indoctrinated into the story of the company, into the reason why they made the product, into the lives that can be changed, into how their company and their life can be changed in the usage of. And it becomes not a decision where they're like clicking through things, becomes a mission that they can that they can hop into and it becomes an identity that they can adopt, that they're a subscriber, they're a user, they're part of the tribe. Just like for ClickFunnels, it's everyone's a funnel hacker. So for that corporation, for them to have more subscribers, what kind of identity the person can be indoctrinated to as they're coming into your group. And then with a group environment, you can create a mass buying decision. You can say, hey, we have an offer. It's only open for a limited time. You get these bonuses and it's X percent off, let's say. And so when they funnel into your group, you can have more purchases, more subscribers of that product in that group environment. And that will increase the revenue of the company itself. Um, another thing that I've seen happen really well is if you're a corporate a live event planner, in that virtual environment, you can sell actual tickets in-person event. So if the corporation is going to be running, let's say a job recruiting conference, or the corporation is running a just a live conference, like ManyChat has their live conference conversations, that's their conference. A lot of corporations have their own conferences, so you can actually sell a bunch of tickets to your in-person using a virtual environment. And that virtual environment can run very much just every two weeks. A new cohort of them could run through the training that you have and then go in and subscribe or purchase more of that corporation's product. Because I worked with clients that have a service-based, like physical location. There's also software, corporations that own software. 
There's also corporations that are more training, like they do sales training. So what you're doing is you funneling people into a container, you're having them make a decision and they're making a decision in a mass, mass one-to-many way. And then you can utilize that group to sell tickets also to in-person meetups if you were to do in-person events as well. If that answers your question. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it, I tried to be very, yeah, go ahead. I feel like you touched on like a couple of different things in there. And I noticed that you use the word funnel a lot. And then you also use the word convert a lot. And I want to circle back to those two things in a minute. But before I even do that, how did the idea of building tribes inspire the creation of group convert? Actually, it was the other way around. It was I had a Facebook group because my friend told me I should try affiliate marketing. And the appeal of affiliate marketing is I don't need to have a product. I don't need to have an office. I don't need to have anything. I'm not even selling my own thing, but I'm able to monetize from it. When I started the Facebook group, I was copying and pasting questions and answers as people were coming on in because I have three questions. And I'm like, this can be done in a better way. Like this is too manual. So I went on Upwork and I had it created. I just typed in a job post, like create a Chrome extension that will collect emails from Facebook groups because I have familiarity about the software just a little bit. I really wanted to get into software, but I just didn't know what idea to use. And I thought, hey, this would be easy. This is solving my problem. And if someone else needs it, cool. And so I got into that and I launched it to an email list of only 25 people because my group was so small. And I'm like, hey guys, I have this problem. Do you want this problem solved for yourself? And two people said yes to paying me $7 a month. And that was the beginning of thousands of subscribers after that. And because of that, I figured, hey, what's the next step here? People are not just collecting emails for their Facebook group. They're really trying to figure out how to speak to their audience and can there exist a reality where no matter what is the size of their group they can speak to their audience in a way that will lead to them saying yes saying yes to an offer saying yes to an event saying yes to buying a ticket so that essentially I have a tagline Justin Bieber sells tickets sells out tickets to his own show everywhere he goes why can't we why can't we in the comfort of our own house as long as we have a camera and a laptop sell tickets to our own show, right? And so that started my journey of, okay, it's really about building the connection to the community in that container. And I just became obsessive about it. (laughs) I dove headfirst into figuring out, all right, how fast can I do this? Okay, how fast can my clients get success if I do have a client? And we boiled it down to really a scientific number, which is If you fill up a group, we help you fill up a group to 200, 300 people. We show you exactly how to do it. We tell you exactly what to say, how to pitch into the group because we've scripted this out and done this for hundreds of clients. And then you go and you pitch and you convert three to 5% of the audience. So you're getting like anywhere from nine to 15 people into a high ticket. So like in seven days, my clients will go from, all right, I have zero member in my group. Oh, I have 73 now. Okay. And then, all right, I'm pitching. And then they would pitch anything from like a 5K to 10K program. And they'll like $50,000, $70,000 in like a week. And it would shock them. It would make them go, what the heck is this? And it's because I became really obsessive about the data, what words you use, how do you do this? And I built out my team around this. 
So to answer your question, it was backwards. I wasn't like, let's build a tribe. It was more, hey, I want to solve my own problem and see if other people need it too. And then, oh, wow, other people want it. Oh my gosh, a lot of people want it. Okay, what is this about? And then, oh, it's about building up a tribe and having them say yes to a life that they could live if they follow you. Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's really about what you can do to help your people. And I'm just a vehicle that will help you get there. So, yeah. All right. So I love the fact that like you kind of like showed us like how that build out kind of happened, like how it was kind of like you said, like it was just like, I just want to solve my problem. And I didn't really understand why other people had that same problem. And I'm like, oh, tribes. Got it. I love that. So let's kind of like talk about Kim before those two people said yes to that $7 a month. Like what did life look like? Oh my gosh. I was in the desert. And uh, like a lot of my friends went off to medical school, pharmacy school after college. Instead, because I got a little taste of it when I was in college, I was that kid that really didn't go to class or went to class, but like after class, drove around to collect shoes that shoe stores would throw away. I had like these really like exotic body shoes that I would just collect. And then I'll list it all on eBay. I, I was that kid, the kid that like, had her dorm room filled up with random stuff that I'd sell on eBay because I wanted to figure out a way for me to make quote unquote make money online. And so when I started doing that and my roommates were complaining, <laughs> they went off and did the traditional thing and I moved to the desert. I remember my parents were so sad. They're like, what? You're not going to become a doctor. I was like, nope, I moved that's to the a, that's desert. A typical immigrant, immigrant struggle, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I know. I moved to the desert by myself. I got a warehouse and I started buying cars whole to park them out into parts and pieces to list it on eBay. And my friend visited me when I first moved out. It's Hesperia. It's this very desert-like environment in California like just industrial buildings, very few homes, very underdeveloped because I could get places cheaper there. And my friend walked in and he's like, you're kind of like a baker. No, he's like, you're kind of like a person who doesn't know anything about baking and starts a bakery. <laughs> that's what he said. And I was like, yep, that's kind of true. I know nothing about cars, but I know that I can sell, I can buy a car for two to 3,000 and one headlight of the car will sell for 500 bucks. So I know like, oh, wow, only a few parts of this thing will sell because I, again, I got obsessive. I, I start looking into eBay, start selling shoes, computers, drop shipping, selling whatever I could find. And I saw car parts were very lucrative. I saw that there was a big boom. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Now I still have that business, but it pales in comparison to my software business and my coaching company. It pales. But yeah, life before that was I'm in the desert, surrounded by men that I would hire from Craigslist that are all like tatted up warehouse where it gets really hot in the hot summers and it gets really cold in the winters. And I remember one time it rained and I was walking around covering car parts with these tarps that I would buy from the local. They didn't even have a Lowe's. They had this like outfitters store. So I would buy the tarps from there. And I'm just dragging these tarps over the car parts when it's raining and I'm like drenched. And then I got robbed from a dude, like I had cash to, to give to the people and I got robbed. And I was just standing there going, what am I doing with my life? But at the same time, I had so much conviction 
I'm like, I am building a future where I work for myself. And if I'm going to suffer like this, so be it. And so I remember I have so much conviction that it was all going to work out, even though I got into debt when I started the business. And it took, me two years. Yeah, it took me two years to get out, actually, of debt. But yeah, that's life before. And I was in the desert. I befriended a lot of people. A lot of them grew. There was a lot of grow rooms everywhere in the desert. And uh, so I was rock climbing every weekend. I made friends with people who lived in like trailers. So that was my life <laughs> before, oh, before the groups. <laughs> I think that's such like an important thing to kind of like point out about you too, though. Like you're such like an open, authentic person. Like I feel like you're, you're also like, I don't, and I don't like to use this word often, but like. There's like a whole different level of humble that happens with you that is like this very weird, surprising, like, why don't you just like, like, you are like literally the ish. Like, it's almost like surprising, like even like talking to you, you'll be like, yeah, so I just do this thing and I own this company and it's like, okay, oh, you mean the one where you make millions of dollars helping people solve their problem? That one? Oh, yeah. And it's so interesting because like for me, I'm just like, bro, just stand in it. Like, you're awesome. Like, your technology is awesome. And so this is kind of like, for me, like a really great like lead into like, how is group convert better than other tools to help people leverage Facebook groups to build that tribe? Yeah, they're group convert is way better than other tools, not because we have like a million features, but because we keep it simple. Other tools have like so many features, but because it depends on Facebook, it breaks a lot. Um, and it's more prone to breaking. For me, I subscribe to the idea that I would rather have a simple tool that can quickly serve the masses than having a super complicated tool that serves the few. So if you are someone that like really wants like a super complicated tool and tons of features, like a longer learning curve, sure. If you just want to be able to collect emails from your Facebook group and be able to send quickly a message when people come in. Those are the two main features that we have. Keep it simple. You can install it real quick. We also have Monday through Friday support for you. So if you have any issues, someone's going to jump into a Zoom room and just help you right away. And then we have amazing customer support as well because it's backed by a whole team, not just like a few people manning a Chrome extension. So the reason, that's one reason. The second reason is we're backed by a very, very strong community. And we have free trainings every single month for five straight days. So not only can you use the tool, you can go into our free training and our free training will show you how to automate, make an offer and pitch into your group and be able to monetize a Facebook group. So I take you beyond what the tool can do into what you truly want to do. I was on a call yesterday with a client and she's like, Kim, you knew what you showed me stuff that I didn't know I needed. And so <laughs> it's like the things you don't know that you don't know. That's what we show you because we anticipate what you need beyond what the tool is. So that's why Group Convert is amazing. <laughs> so surely is. So understanding, understanding the varying things that group convert can do how can a corporate event planner or a corporate event marketer use group convert to help their efforts on a daily basis yeah so unique i would ask you what's your goal as a corporate event planner what do you want to do 
All right, so I'm not a corporate event planner. So to be honest, I'm not the right person to ask that question. Um, but okay. I can hypothesize, right? So hypothesize. Let's go. I'm a trained graphic designer. I design the graphics for the corporate event planners. And because I talk to them so much, I feel like my me hypothesizing would be somewhere on the money. But they, corporate event planners, want to deliver valuable programming to their attendees. And then the corporate marketers, and the corporate marketers want to get butts in to see. Okay. Uh, yeah. So number one, we have helped our clients convert through Zoom itself. So when they have in-person events, they can also have a virtual way of it. And the corporate event planner, if they want butts in seats, there's such an easy way to fill butts in seats by actually having people come into a group that is virtual butts in seats. And from there, they can go and they can educate their people in that Facebook group environment to go and show up in person butts in seats. And the reason why that's so amazing is because you're doing a one to many, you are converting one to many in that group. So you can actually in one day go and fill up your butts and seats versus like this long convoluted effort of doing a lot of calls, doing a lot of emails out. It's just a way to leverage your time. So that's what they can do. These corporate event planners, if they need to fill butts and seats, it's really easy at the comfort of their own room and house or their corporate building to host a virtual event inside of a group environment, go into Zoom, go and speak in the Zoom with all the people who are attending, stream that into the group, and then invite them to go and buy a ticket to go and attend the corporate event in person. Now, if that's paid, but if that's free, you incentivize them to come in and attend the corporate events as well with bonuses and the reason why they should show up. We have had virtual events sell in person all the time. So that's how I fill my in-person events for butts and seats. I love that. So how how can corporate event planners, Rachel marketers, just general marketers, maybe they just want to try it out. How can they get their hands on group convert? They can just go to groupconvert.com and sign up for a 14-day free trial. It's group, like G-R-O-U-P, convert, C-O-N-V-E-R-T.com. And once you're in, you go and you opt in. You're going to start seeing my emails. You're going to see the five-day training that you can hop into. And then you can see what else you can do. Because we now have a pretty sizable team that can help you beyond just collecting emails from your Facebook group. I also own eight other software as well. So not just Group Convert. There's another one that pairs really well with Group Convert, especially if you're on Facebook and you're messaging people. Like you said, 2 billion active users are on Facebook alone. There's a mess in the messenger. Like messenger messages can be quite messy to keep track of. So another tool that I've launched and is working really well is called Charlie CRM. Charlie CRM will let you tag people inside Messenger messages, send them messages, sync those people up to your client relationship manager, whether that's Go High Level or Active Campaign or whatever you use. And you can keep track of all the people in Messenger message. It will visually show you. And you can also find people who are like tagged as friends. Don't try to market to them. Tagged us warmly, coldly. Okay. And so it's a way to organize your Messenger messages. Okay. I'm excited about that. I want to dive in more for myself there because I didn't know. Gosh, Kim, why didn't I know, Kim? Okay. Now you know. Now I know. A quick switch gears before we jump off here. How, I 
don't want to say how like I just love how you're living your life right like you seem to travel often even though like you have like this amazing condo in Miami that's like overlooking the ocean right like you're just ready to go what are your reasons for traveling as much as you do I love my tongue twisters today (laughs) I love meeting people live and I love hosting events as well so there's a lot of reasons for me to travel very recently, though, I paid for my entire family's vacation to Vietnam. So in about one week, I'm flying to Vietnam. Also, at the end of October, my team members are meeting for a team retreat that's going to be in Bali, Indonesia. And I so I rented a whole villa for that, for that event. And yeah, and a couple of months ago, I rented a 15-room mansion right by the water in Tulum, Mexico for my clients. So the reason why I travel now is a mixture of team, family, clients, (laughs) and meeting friends. So I love traveling. Yeah. We're going to have to get you over to Jamaica so you can hang out with me for a weekend. Let's go. (laughs) We're definitely going to make that a thing. So before we jump off, what three books do you feel like anyone who wants to build a tribe should read? Oh man, three books, build a tribe, should read. Man, this is when I hope I can like reference my own book that I'm writing but I can't so (laughs) well tell us about the book that you're writing it's a cut I'm writing a book on how to do what I do which is how to monetize from tribes and also how to create passive reoccurring income from owning little tiny simple software little tiny tools that on the first hand glance you wouldn't think that it's making that much until you realize, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people paying per month. So I wanted to let more people be aware that that's possible. So that's the book that I'm writing. I don't have a title for it yet. It's going to come out and it's going to free a lot of people because every time I'm at the gym or I'm somewhere and they're like complaining about their bills or or something, I'm like, oh man, if only they knew about this world. I just want to turn around and be like, if only you have a Chrome extension. If only you have this. But I refrain myself. The book that I think people should read is really, you are, your tribe is as strong as the team that you build. And building a good tribe also means looking like internally on your team. So I'm actually reading the book Traction right now by Gino. I forgot his last name, but uh, Traction. And that takes you through a lot of team exercises. It's something that I'm preparing for the team retreat that's coming up. And I love the 5 a.m. It's called 5 a.m. Club. It's so a fictional story, but it's so inspirational when you read it that the way that the storytelling is done there, it's so good. It allowed for a lot of my friends to change their life. Not that you suddenly wake up at 5 a.m., but the way that the story is told is so good. It's so persuasive. So I wouldn't say these are necessarily... 100% about tribe building, but those are the two books I would recommend Traction and the 5 a.m. Club. Okay, so before we let you go, Kim. Wow, you can sing really well. <laughs> I don't think so, but I will put that in my back pocket for later when I need a boost of confidence. If someone wants to get a hold of you, what do they do? How do they do it? Is it even possible? Oh, man. I know how I can do it, but you know, yeah. that's for me. <laughs> Yeah, well, what they can do is go to groupconvert.com and just opt in. They don't have to buy anything. They could just opt in. They'll start getting emails from me. And then that email will send them into my Facebook group. 
and deeper into my world. And then they can also reach me on any social media platform. My team is on my social media platforms, but if they can find me on Instagram at, at Kim Possible Dang, Twitter is the same at Kim Possible Dang. I would rather them all go to just groupconvert.com. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, Kim, thank you so much for hanging out with me today and for sharing all the back secrets of Facebook where a lot of people thought Facebook was dead, especially the other day. So we're really excited to hear that it's possible to leverage Facebook to get those dollars and cents to really utilize it to build a tribe because it's so different. It has so many unique possibilities, but there are also tools out there to make it easier for us like Group Convert. And oh, and Charlie CRM. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charlie. Right. Well, you remember Charlie CRM. <laughs> All right. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Kim, and have an awesome evening. Thanks, Yanni. If this sounds like a show you'd listen to and you're down to learn with someone who's just trying to get through life one day at a time, go ahead and hit subscribe. When you listen to the episodes, if you really like them, which I suspect you will, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Trying to hit some platform milestones, so, you know, please take a minute to do so. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.